Welcome to Transforming the Trades, the podcast where we empower you to take charge and innovate your business. Whether you're a plumber, electrician, or any other trade professional, this show is designed to give you the tools and strategies you need to succeed. Sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to take your business to the next level with Transforming the Trades. Hey, Dave. Thanks for joining me today on our initial season of our podcast, Transforming the Trades. I really appreciate you taking your time out to talk to our community today about something special, and we'll introduce that in a moment. But the first thing I'd like to do is have you introduce who you are, who's your company, what do you guys do, and then also tell the audience where they can find out more information about you. And we'll also cover that at the end. So why don't we start with that? Yeah, awesome. So I'm Dave. I am the co-founder and CEO of Baghdad AI. We are an artificial intelligence software company focusing on the home services industry, transforming how they manage their daily operations, such as dispatch, call booking, and so on, with the help of AI, empowering CSRs, dispatchers, office managers, and general managers alike, so that they can leverage the full power of data and basically streamline their daily operations. So, yeah. So Dave, we met, it's been, wow, probably a year and a half ago. Almost two. Almost two years ago. We met because your company had had initially launched mm-hmm. and you were focusing on using artificial intelligence with dispatching. Mm-hmm. So over that two years, of course, this whole world of artificial intelligence has become, began to unfold itself. And I'd like to spend some time today help educating our community about what is artificial intelligence? Why should they care? What are operations that it could change in their business if it, if it can or it can't? So I'd like to talk about that. I'd like to spend time using your expertise in helping our audience know what this is all about. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to turn it over to you and say, tell us, what is artificial intelligence? Thank you. So let's get started with this. Steve Jobs famously described a personal computer as a bicycle for the human mind. Okay. So artificial intelligence is a motorcycle for the human mind (laughs) in that context. Okay. It basically is a set of techniques and pre-trained models of of math and computer software and whatnot, basically to com- basically to handle complex calculations and operations such as classifying something or predicting an outcome or generating a text message or generating an entire scenario for a TV series whatsoever, depending on how big of a data that that you are using. It's essentially something that we have been using for a very, very, very long time. It has not been like, it's, it's not, it's not here since like yesterday. Okay. Mm -hmm. In our email, email software. There is something called spam filtering, which is basically one of the first examples of artificial intelligence that is widely used by mass audiences. So we have been using spam filtering for like over 30 years and it was like there. And then came along other developments like classification, 
yeah, the recommendations based on your past purchases on Amazon or on Walmart or whatsoever. Those were like approaches to the problem. And then finally, in the last two years, we have started seeing examples of generation of contents through artificial intelligence, like text, like images, like music, like videos, and so on. And then we started to finally understand where, where this can go and where it can, you know, help us with our businesses. So it's not about like, like there's a new tool, there's a new shiny new tool around the, around the block so that, hey, you, you, should, you should give it a try. It's not like that. It's a new wave of innovation in the age of computing that we all experience right now, which is going to be disrupting how we do our businesses, how we manage our day entirely in the next three to five years, if not sooner. And the best part about that is about your own services industry, for example, in, in that, that is going to be disrupting pretty much almost everything that is happening in the, in the office, because you're going to be relying more on data, you're going to be relying more on AI and so on. So essentially that's what AI is. Again, a, a motorcycle for the human mind or, or like a car for the human mind, way more powerful than the regular computer can do. And then way more automated, way more intelligent than a regular personal computer can do. And look at what PCs that they did to us and then imagine what AI can do. So, yeah. So one of the things I think is a mystery to the typical business owner, the typical person, right, is that if you've ever created a workflow using a workflow tool, mm -hmm. what AI has done is taken a very archaic method and now using different models can automate that workflow. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's taken all of that, that, incremental work that you use to create a workflow, you tell something if, like an if-then statement, right? If this, do this. If this, do that. What AI is doing is going, look, the model says do this. And so it doesn't look and have to make that intersection and make that decision. It's making decisions based on data models. And I think this is where so many folks kind of get lost in a bit. So it's almost like it's a framework, whereas you can build workflows, automations, efficiencies, and you can streamline complex tasks, highly manual tasks, those types of things. But you have to have an application to make it work. So you have to have the application that is going to allow you to manage this and artificial intelligence is what is in the background. Is that fair? Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, number one, artificial intelligence generally relies on a huge amount of data, generally speaking. So for example, the uh, example that everybody's talking about today, like ChatGPT is trains on volumes and volumes and volumes of data that, well, no human can possibly handle. And right now, a chat uh, length that it can memorize with a single thread only, it's like, it's the length of a 300-page book, okay? So it can 
keep the, all the data in memory to provide answers to you. Okay, so this is something that is unimaginable by, by a human or, or a regular person. Okay. Right. So that's number one. Number two, yes, it takes your workflows and then it makes them better because of the data that is involved in the process, because of the fine-tuned decision-making that is involved in the process. And you are amazed, like, oh, how can you do this? Well, uh, for example, let me give you a brief example. A dispatch artificial intelligence model can create, say, a thousand different dispatch boards in a matter of seconds, compare them with one another in terms of like revenue and mileage, and and bring up, pull up the best one for you under a minute. So this is this is basically impossible without the high-level calculation engine, which is the AI, involved in it. So, yeah. Well, and the beauty of what you just said in, in these models is that you, once you've, you've deployed something like this, mm -hmm. you begin to um, tweak it or revise it so that it becomes consistent and then becomes the best practice. Yes. You figure out, for example, let's use dispatch because that's where your your expertise is right now is, you know, you figure out what's the best route that you really need for somebody who lives on the west side of town and you have that person take their truck home and they always end up going back to their home. So you want to use the best approach based on job priorities to route that person so that it can save you money on fuel. And also, uh, you know, deliver against the appointments that you are offering and uh, for the, the callers that are calling in. I believe that it's becoming better known as to what artificial intelligence is. What I'm afraid of is everybody thinks it's chat GPT and it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's very sophisticated. It's very sophisticated. Yes. So it's number one, it's a, it's, it, it, I think it can safely we can safely say that it's now a branch in computer science. So it's not like ChatGPT only, okay? So as like there are like branches like embedded hardware, hardware, software, and whatnot, artificial intelligence and deep learning is now a branch in, in computer science. That's how broad it is, okay? And with that broadness, what I mean by that is everybody is now focusing on the generational side of things. Like, for example, AI can generate text, can answer you can answer your questions, can browse the web and read you answers from that and things like that. But then there is also a discriminative side of AI, which is like classifying something, predicting an outcome or applying regression on a trend or, and so on and so forth. Those were like the early examples of AI, but they are now like almost forgotten in the wake of all this chat GPT uh, buzz everybody's talking about. But I guess that they're equally important and they can contribute to the results that you are getting from, you're going to be getting from your ChatGPT-like models. What I mean by that is this. If you ask ChatGPT who is Abraham Lincoln, it can give you a, like a 20-page answer about that and provide the biography and everything like that. But if you ask the ChatGPT about, hey, can you predict who's going to be on Super Bowl? this year, it has no idea. Well, because of the, because of the knowledge cutoff and that there is no prediction built into it, okay? 
And if you, for example, ask the chat GPT, hey, as a business owner, I want to know how my business is doing. What is my highly profitable, what will be my highly profitable, I don't know, job types in the next six months? It has no idea. It can't have any idea because there is no discriminative AI like dissecting the knowledge and then pulling out right knowledge from there and then making a prediction on that. Nothing like that is built into it. So my prediction over the next five years is the best solutions for any industry will come from the marriage of discriminative AI and the generative AI. So discriminative AI will take part in like classifying things, ranking things, predicting things, like outcomes such as how will my how will be the demand for my business in the next like six months? Okay. How is weather affecting my business? Or how is seasonality affecting my business? And things like that. That's the discriminated part. And then it will be able to provide you answers based on the discriminative outcomes through generational AI, generative AI, such as I think your demand goals will be 15% higher than the last year, according to the latest data that I'm looking at and things like that. Okay. So it's going to be, it's going to be a complete solution. We are, we are, we are progressing towards a complete solution, but there, there are like so, so much way to go and AI agents, shall I say, will be capable of so many things in the next two to three years that, you know, none of us would believe. So, yeah. Well, that's very interesting. And I know that we're just at the beginning of, you know, figuring this out, but yeah, these are questions that we ask. And these are the questions that keep us, I guess, stalled, if you will, because we don't know how to forecast where we're going in our industry. Some of the biggest factors are weather and the economy. <laughs> so the economic condition is very, it has a, has a heavy play on us. Is it going to be that people are going to live in their homes or repair them or and remodel them? Or are they going to be moving all the time and shifting around, right? So it's, it has a lot to do with that. And so those are things that are going to definitely be part of the, the equation I can see. So one of the core reasons that I have decided to host Transforming the Traits is to talk about not where we've been, but where we're going. And so definitely what, where, what I see is that in the last 10 years, we have collected data, data that we did not have. So now we have data and that data now is, is that mountain that we can leverage to change our direction more effectively, potentially. I shall say potentially. I don't, we don't know yet. We'll see, right? But I would like to have your thoughts on what do you think is going to be the impact of this new computer science on our industry? What do you think? What are your thoughts? Kind of prioritize, if you will. Yeah. So I guess my answer is this. I think home services industry is one of the, can be one of the most data-driven industries in the United States, because every company that we are working with is sitting on a mountain of data, as you said, like, and that's gold, but it's, it's just sitting there unused. Okay. 
So I think there are like two trends that will be driving this data reliance in the next few years. One of them is, again, using data to make more educated decisions, taking the emotional side of decision-making off the table and basically deciding on data and then uh, deciding on who's performing better and worse and whatnot and things like that. That's number one. Number two, standardization. I have never seen a software, I have never seen an industry that is like hundreds of thousands of companies are doing the same thing, but then giving different names to what they do. Okay. And this is kind of like job types, like business units, teams and everything, like activities and all of that. And basically they are doing the same thing, but everybody's like naming it differently. And then obviously the data becomes like, like polluted in a sense. And then you don't, you don't make any, you don't make any sense of it. And I think that's going to change with the help of AI, because AI will go through the unstructured data, find meaningful answers from within that data, and then bring back to you the, the insights that you have never think, thought about, about, about your business. That's what's going to be, that's what's going to be happening. Also, it will be pushing you towards a, towards a standards, standardization of your Entities like job types, like business units, like tags, like customer classifications, lead scoring, and, and everything like that. It's going to be somewhat standardized. And here is the reason why. This industry is so reliant, so reliant on best practices, should be so reliant on best, because essentially speaking, it's the same thing all over the, all over, all across the nation. All the same activity, pretty much. But then again, the, the, the differentiation in the, Naming conventions or the, uh, you know, practices and whatnot makes it almost impossible to compare one company with the other with the same unique level, level playing field, shall I say. Okay. So reliance on data, especially your historical data, how well your technicians were performing, what is your highest profitability job types, highest profitable job types or business units. Well, you think you know those answers, but when you dissect the insight, when you get, get in depth, go to the deep of the information, you find out that actually you don't. Okay. And the answers that you are provided right now is like generic, whereas you need specific particular answers to particular problems. And I think that's where this trends of uh, data reliance and standardization might help the best. So, yeah. So uh, one last question, and then I'm going to close for today. I'm going to invite you back on a regular basis. We're going to talk about technology. But so all that being said, who's leading this? Is it the technology? Is it the operator? Is it the consultants? Who's leading this in your mind? in this industry? Good question. Uh, well, I, I, I think that uh, the technology is not leading this as of now. Okay. It should. But it's I would agree. I would agree. But I don't <laughs> think it's, I don't think it's leading it. I, I agree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the operators and consultants are leading this because there are like ways to do it, like best practices and all that uh, throughout the years. So what's going to happen in the next few years again is baking those best practices into AI-led workloads so the AI can make decisions on your behalf exactly in the way you make your decisions, exactly simulating the way you make your decisions in your business so that you don't notice a difference in 
in the business acumen, shall I say. But then again, AI will be taking the lead and technology will be taking the lead in the next, in the next few years. Aside from that, there is another leader we are not talking about, and that's the consumer. So, oh, yeah, Google does that. Okay, so, <laughs> and that's the consumer. So consumer, basically, here's the thing. What happens if we, if we cut the wait times on the phone for a call center by 80%, just by the help of AI? Okay, so when a consumer is, is going to be like provided all of these benefits, they're, they are going to be keeping, they're going to ask for more of them or more consistent, consistent benefits, basically. And then at the end, it will be the consumer and the user who will say, I won't be, I won't be doing business with you because you make, you make me wait on the phone for eight straight minutes, which is like standard wait time today, you know, you know, and in the home service industry and whatnot. And here is the reason. An AI agent will be able to pick up the phone and answer the questions in a, in a matter of seconds. So who, who you would call it? Obviously, the one who's giving you answers right straight away. So consumer also will be having a more role. And also, I would think another leader might be OEM makers, but we can discuss this in another session. Yeah. Okay. All right. But I agree with you on the consumer. I believe that an often component in the equation that we're not addressing is the consumer yeah. and what the consumer yeah. behavior is actually demonstrating to us. All right. So Dave, let's close today. We're going to come back probably in a couple of weeks. Thank you. And we're going to talk again, but why don't you go ahead, tell them again how to contact Buck AI and if they want to learn more, how they can learn more. Okay. Of course. So Buck AI, well, they can go, they can go to our website, buck.ai, and then schedule a demo and learn or learn about the product and what we are doing. What we are is essentially an AI platform, artificial intelligence platform, specifically, particularly tailored for the home services industry. Leveraging AI, we help the companies increase their revenue and increase their profits and then cut costs, eventually become more profitable, leaner and efficient companies. That's what, that's what we, we do. We provide dispatch and call center automations along with artificial intelligence and we are here to help. So thanks Dave. We appreciate it. Thank you. Everybody check out bug AI. It's a great piece of technology. Try it out. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Transforming the Trades. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained some valuable insights and tips for your trade business. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to check out our website where you can find additional resources and information to help you grow your business. Until next time, keep innovating and take charge of your success.